Hello, and welcome to Grade 7's Talk to Ex- Experts, a podcast where Grade 7 students talk to experts and find out more about their specialties. I'm your host for this episode, Rowan, and I'm a student at College Park School in Lake Mintra, Alberta. Before we get to our expert this by getting to know you. Please tell us about yourself. Well, I'm married and I've lived in Lloydminster with my wife and family for 18 years. I have three growing children that are have moved away from home from that perspective. I was born and raised in Saskatchewan. I've worked in three provinces or lived in three provinces and worked in uh, four or five provinces as well as worked in the territories a little bit and, the, and have spent some time in the United States working in the oil and gas industry. I came from the oil and gas industry when I, before I was elected mayor and I still try and work in the oil and gas industry when I have the opportunity. Cool. So I'm going to ask you a few questions about your life. How many people were in your family growing up? I have one brother, a younger brother, and as it turns out, he ended up uh, growing up with me in southeast Saskatchewan, but he lives in Wayne right now with his family. What is your family like now? Well, my family, we have two sons and a daughter, uh, one son-in-law and one daughter-in-law. So we are a family of five, seven of us when we get together. What do you do for fun? Oh, I enjoy fishing when I get the chance, but so I don't get as much time uh, fishing as I would like in this job. But I uh, enjoy being out and about in the community and talking to people. It's really a lot of fun to understand and hear from people such as yourself and others in the school system, uh, people that have businesses and work, people that just live in our community and might be retired or visitors to our community, which is very interesting to find out why they come to Lloydminster. Is it to shop? Is it to see friends? Is it to play sports? Or something like that. Where did you live as a kid and what was that like? I grew up on a farm in southeast Saskatchewan. So if you know Saskatchewan at all, it's about 40 miles from the U.S. Manitoba border in the very southeast part of Saskatchewan. Grew up on a mixed farm with livestock. We had cattle, we had pigs, we had chickens, turkeys, geese, and we also grew grain and oil seeds as they're referred to today. What was school like for you when you were younger? Well, it was, I went to a small school in comparison to most schools in Lloydminster. Uh, the same kids I started grade one with graduated in most cases with me in grade 12. I came from a graduation class of nine. There was nine graduates in my graduation class. So uh, class size was a lot smaller than a lot of classes in Lloydminster. Uh, there was a mixture of both kids that lived in town as we refer to it as, and myself as a farm kid. What do you remember about grade seven specifically? Grade seven was when we transitioned to high school in our school. There was just one school, but uh, you, you basically became part of high school. We were the youngest in grade seven at, in the high school, of course, and we played sports with some of the grade 12. So sometimes they were bigger, faster, and stronger than we were, but we could also had a lot of energy. So it was a lot of fun, but it was also a big transition from grade six moving over to the big school, as we called it. 
Now I'm going to ask you a little bit about being the mayor. Can you tell us a little bit about being the mayor? The mayor is a very interesting job. A lot of people think I have a lot of power or a magic wand that I can fix any problems in the city, and that's not the case. The mayor has the same ability to vote on things as the six councillors, and when we have a vote, we always we we all get to cast our vote. Sometimes I agree with everything, sometimes I don't, as do other councillors, but we don't approve anything basically without the approval of council uh, when it involves spending money leveling levying taxes or even policies procedures and bylaws so i often have work to do council gives me the direction after they voted to sign contracts and enter into contracts that uh, the city is executing with businesses and uh, purchasing items such as snow plows and raiders trucks and things like that but i don't do that without the approval of Council. I also represent the city on numerous fronts at various meetings as well as opportunities when we get to meet with the provincial governments of Saskatchewan or Alberta or the federal government of Canada. What does a typical day look like for you? Oh, my day usually starts between 7 and 8 a.m. Sometimes I have breakfast meetings such as this morning at 7 a.m and into the office. I start trying to deal with emails and clear off my desk because I was talking about signing contracts. I can often come in and there can be a very thin file or there can be binders of contracts that need to be signed and executed by the mayor as well as the city clerk. So that goes on. Some days I have meetings such as one we're having today or I may be going to a meeting. I'm going to, to travel into Saskatchewan later this afternoon and I'll be at meetings tomorrow and Thursday in a, little, in a city called Melville where I'll be chairing the city mayor's caucus of the Saskatchewan which is there 16 cities in Saskatchewan and I have the pleasure of chairing the Oh, there. You went, you were muted for a moment, Rowan. Sorry? There you are. Yeah, you were muted for a moment. Did you look politics as a kid? Uh, I actually had an opportunity to see my dad serve in what's called RM Council. So such as anybody that lives in Britannia or Wilton in the Saskatchewan side, my dad served as a councillor. And then I started got interested in federal politics and provincial politics. And I started to ask my parents to take me to a meeting and I was able to get chosen to go as a delegate to a national convention in Winnipeg. And that was my real first introduction to, to a lot of different polit political figures and people in the political world and since then we've always had an interest. Have there been times where you felt discouraged as a mayor and what made you keep going at Yeah, some days it is very discouraging and frustrating as mayor because uh, you try to explain pe people, answer their questions and if they don't like the answers they sometimes go away frustrated that they don't go away at all and they continue to ask similar questions. And as a mayor, it's, it's tough because you try to solve people's problems as best as we can, but we can't solve all the problems. Uh, what gets me going every day is I really enjoy this city. My wife is very supportive and family is very supportive of what I do each and every day and try and make things better in Lloydminster for everybody. Can you tell us an experience where you were unsure but you chose to participate anyways and gave your best effort? Anytime I go to a city council meeting, we have to, to vote on things. 
I never know what the right answer is. And I try to uh, do my research and read the information and try and think about the positives and what is important to our city. But I also go in with an open mind because it's important that the councillors and administration will present information that I may not have thought about. And it's important to always be open to discussions and be at city council meetings or meeting with public, trying to get more information from things, which is really important to make a good decision. So I never try to go into council with my mind made up saying I'm voting a certain way. I want to ask questions. I want to hear what people have to say about it before we make a decision. In your opinion, what makes someone an expert? Do you consider yourself an expert? I don't consider myself an expert. Uh, experience and education play parts in both to make an expert. Uh, in the oil and gas industry, I found that you had to be at least 150 kilometers away from home to be an expert uh, because local people sometimes are not considered experts. I get often, to, I ask other mayors for advice and other mayors ask me for advice. So I think we're all experts in training. What do you think failure has to do with success? Also, when did you fail and how did it help you? Failure is something from trying and not succeeding. And it might be in an election. And I had ran in, when I was very young, I was 23 years old, and I ran for city, Saskatoon City Council many years ago, and I did not succeed. But I didn't try as hard as I could have was one thing because I had a full-time job and I thought it would be interesting and uh, some friends had convinced me that I should run for council. But uh, if, you don't, if you don't succeed, it's not because you failed. You may not have reached your goal, but I think it's important to re-evaluate re and reconsider. And sometimes you, it, may not, it may not be a perfect fit for everyone. And if you failed at winning a championship, as an example, the sports team is you gave it, if you gave it your best, if you didn't finish first, but that you shouldn't feel bad about that. And it just wants you to strive, strive to be better for the next time you participate in an election or in sports. Tell us about someone who you looked up to when you were younger. I guess I looked up to a lot of different people. I looked up to my parents because my dad never finished more than grade six and he was a very successful farmer and uh, a great welder, great mechanic, a great carpenter. And he was all, a lot of those skills were self-taught or had been mentored by someone. And I think if uh, that's who I looked up to uh, a lot was my dad. I looked up to other people in the community that were knowledgeable, that uh, were able to share, uh, coaches and mentors, instructors in different programs. So people that tried to teach me things that I felt were very important in my life. Now I'm going to ask you some questions from my classmates. My first question, their first question is, how do you prepare for an election and is it stressful? Well, an election for municipal election, as an example, happens every four years. So the first item is you have to get 
uh, nomination paper and you have to find 25 people that live in the city of Voidminster that are well that are willing to support you for running for nomination but first you'll want to decide is that really what you want to do and you want to do some interesting exploration as to what goes on at city council so that you know what you might be in for once you have your nomination papers filed then you have to decide uh, how much campaigning you're going to do how much money are you going to spend the campaign and how are you going to campaign uh, in 2016, we had brochures made that we put in people's mailboxes. I spent time visiting people and, uh, and chatting with them. We had some small signs made, like lawn signs that we recently saw on the Alberta side of the city for the election, provincial election. And we had some bigger signs made that also went around the city with my picture on it so that people could associate my name to my you know, picture of me. So if they had met me in the past, they'd know that is who Gerald Albers is. And we were successful in that election. During an election, how do you handle the pressure? Well, it's really difficult because you, if you're running for election, you want to win and you hope you win, but that's really determined until the last, you don't know until the last vote is counted. So you have to treat every day like you're losing and you're not winning and you have to go out and try and win that day. If you can win each and every day, hopefully at the end of the day, your your work and your efforts will get a person elected. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. How long did it take to become the mayor? So uh, from the perspective, there's the election period piece, so you have to decide you want to get elected. Uh, from the time that uh, I decided in April and the election was in October, so basically I campaigned for six months and talked to people about it. But uh, come election day, you're sworn in approximately one week later as the official mayor or councillor during a city election. Uh, it's a little different uh, than some of the other elections, provincial and federal, but uh, the I'm basically told I'm done if I lose the election that day, uh, there would be a mayor-elect, but until that new mayor is sworn in, or if I'm, no one opposes me, and I was, such as in 2020 when I was acclaimed. So that's what happens if no one runs against someone else, such as mayor, or if we only had six people put their name forward for councillors, they would be what they call acclaimed, and you would basically become instantly the mayor or city councillor in our case. What are careers you would want to do if you weren't the mayor? Well, I had a really good job and I enjoyed in the oil and gas industry. I was what they call a tank inspector and I did a lot of work to ensure that oil and gas and water stayed in the tanks, pipes or vessels that it was being processed in. It gave me a chance to share my knowledge and teach others uh, about tanks and how what they need to do to maintain tanks. I've worked in the oil and gas industry in a variety of jobs over the last 25 years, which were really educational and, and enjoyable worked with a lot of great people. So uh, I would lean to go back to oil and gas, but maybe I've also worked in agriculture and I really enjoy it. So I think I could work in a multitude of fields if I wasn't being mayor today. That's our last question from the floor. So we're going to wrap it up now. Is there anything else you would like, you wanted to say? 
I would really like to say thanks for reaching out and thank you to your teachers and principal and uh, your mom for reaching out to me to see if I would be interested in doing this. This is great. I really appreciate the opportunity. And uh, if you guys would like someday, I'd like to come by your class and maybe meet you all in person and we can chat a little bit more at, uh, at length. And maybe there's some different questions you might have. Thank you for coming here, Albers. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. We learned a lot about politics. Thank you to my classmates for the questions, and thank you listeners. Have a great day, and stay tuned for the next episode.